Welcome to Uncorked, another podcast brought to you by Team Corker. And as per always, our favorite podcasts involve awesome leaders, rad leaders doing cool work in the world. And I'm biased because I love when I get to chat with a a woman, a female. And today we have Mandy Farmer, who is the president and CEO of Accent Inns and Hotel Z. Uh, based in Victoria, British Columbia, beautiful Vancouver Island. And I'm really excited for this conversation. Welcome, Mandy. Hi, Steph. Thanks for having me. So Mandy's coming to us from Victoria. I'm currently in Vancouver. And yet our common denominator is our coach, Jasper Blake. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And Jasper actually was the one who said, you have to talk to this woman. I didn't know that female presidents could be so cool. (laughs) and just before we jumped on you were saying that it's race race week is on the horizon so why don't we start there and we'll come back full circle I'm sure to okay fluffing pillows but um, (laughs) what's going on race week well um starting uh July 7th um I will be starting the BC bike race so a seven-day mountain bike stage race around uh British Columbia so I've been training my butt off for that. <laughs> that, I mean, for people in BC, I think we can appreciate on a map just how ridiculous, ridiculously awesome it is. I mean, it's truly, I mean, one of the very best stage races BC has to offer, arguably Canada or beyond. Um, and yet, if you're not in BC, what you need to know is that it is uh, no small potatoes. What you're doing is amazing. <laughs> Um, I want to know the inspiration behind this start line. How did you come to say, I, you know, you mentioned that you had done some cycle cross racing and some, you know, bike riding. How did you say I'm going to take on a seven day stage race? Well, I think that, um, my whole life I have been a very passionate mountain biker. Uh, I love it. I just love being out on the trails and a single track. And I love pushing myself on the technical ups and, and just really getting out into the middle of wilderness. And so the BC bike race is this amazing opportunity where you get to challenge yourself physically by doing it seven days in a row. <laughs> but you also have this amazing course that is totally curated and set up for you and you're this kind of traveling road show all around uh, the province so to be honest like yeah it's a race but it's also this really fun way to spend seven days riding probably some of the best single track in the world Mm -hmm. Uh, so yeah it's always been on my list of things that I've wanted to do the challenge is finding the time to train Mm -hmm. I always have an excuse to not find the time to train and so finally this year, there's a bunch of people doing it. And, you know, one night over wine, I, I, we signed up. I and there's no, no going back. Yeah. Well, that's what I wanted to know is, um, you know, the thrill of a start line. And I mean, there's no shortage of, of great things that come out of racing. Um, yet I find what we don't perhaps speak about enough are the sacrifices or the challenges um, that come along with it. And so, you know, you mentioned time. How have you gone about finding time or making the time? 
Yeah, that's, it's, it's about early mornings. Okay. Um, so, you know, it's, I, I get up every morning, like, let's say around 520 and I'm usually on the bike by a quarter to six. I can get a good couple hours in. Um, and then I've just tried to be a little bit flexible with regards to, uh, you know, sneaking them in like at late at night or, mm. you know, going for long rides on the weekends. Um, yeah. The challenge really has been my kids because they are so sick of hearing me say, you know, <laughs> oh, I've got a five hour ride today. <laughs> um, yeah, they'll, they'll be glad when this is over for sure. Oh, bless. Now, you did mention that you were doing some training with your husband. Mm -hmm. Is yeah. he racing as well? He is, yeah. So oh, we are doing this together, which is great. Um, it is going to be very interesting to see, you know, who crosses the finish line first. <laughs> so there isn't a plan to ride together is what I'm hearing. We have talked about it, but I just know myself. And I know that, you know, when you, when you get me on a start line, <laughs> yeah. uh, there's just no holds back. So. Yeah. Yeah. Me at the finish line. That's right. <laughs> Seven days later, she says. That's right. Yeah. Um, well, other than time, has there been? Have you have you had any challenges? Um, and you're a mom. Any any hurdles on on route to a start line? And oh yeah, for sure. Line? Well, and uh, you know, also the fact you know I'm I'm running a business, which is stressful. Yeah. So suddenly put all this training you know like literally like I was going for four or five hour rides and then you go to work right and that's a lot of stress on on your body yeah uh, and so one thing I was struggling a little bit with at first was just this this mental fatigue where mm. you know, suddenly now I'm I'm in a I'm in a, a boardroom and I've got to really be on it you know but you're you're tired because you just yeah. have to ride and uh, so that, that was challenging. But the, the nice part about that was that only lasted maybe the first month of training. And then your fitness just rebounds. And before you know it, a five-hour ride is normal. <laughs> right. <laughs> when normal becomes crazy. Yeah. Um, well, and that's a perfect segue. You mentioned boardroom because I am an athlete and I care a lot about the power of us uh, as humans staying healthy and staying fit. And I think it's a very delicate juggle with, with the business and especially your business nonetheless. And I want to know how this has impacted um, how you show up at work, how you do work, how you approach work. What has that looked like for you, Mandy? Well, I totally agree with you in terms of. Um, fitness and, um, you know, being a really important aspect of my life, but also in terms of, you know, I also know that I'm a role model, mm. um, you know, in the business community, but also to my coworkers, uh, to my kids, all those things. And so fitness is a really big thing in my life. Um, yeah. and so I make sure that I schedule it into my day. Mm. So it's really, really important. Um, but not only that, I also make sure that what we create in our company is fitness oriented too. So for instance, you know, we're, we're a hotel company and, you know, I'm a huge cyclist. And so I want to make sure that we have got bikes at every single one of our properties that are free, that are excellent bikes, like meaning that they're tuned and they're not falling apart and, you yeah. know, it's, they're working well so that um, people staying in our hotels can go out and explore the city and get a little fitness in. 
Um, I really believe that if you can have, even if it's just a half an hour yeah. to clear your head with exercise, you're going to be a much more productive um, person in your job. Amazing. And now tell us about the hotel business. Tell us about running. How many properties do you have? Sure. Um, so we've got eight. Eight properties. So, okay. Yeah. Five of them are Accent Inns and then three are Hotel Zeds. Wow. And how did you come to land in this business? It, I'm actually a third generation family business. Amazing. So it started, uh, I was probably 70 years ago where my grandfather started a construction company called Farmer Construction and he passed it on to his kids, so my dad. And um, my dad kind of branched off and he started the hotels. He really found a love of, of the hotel industry. And so he started Accent Inns. And so he built all five of those guys. Wow. And I started working with him about 20 years ago. And he and I had so much fun. Um, we were able to travel the world together. It was kind of the dawn of the internet. And, you know, he, he needed help in that department. So I was able to work my way up in the company. And um, uh, 10 years ago, I took over from him. And at that time, I also started my own brand. So kind of following the, the entrepreneurial spirit of our family business, yeah. um, we started Hotel Zed, um, which is where you take kind of like a, an older motel, kind of a rundown property, and funkify it, make it a boutique hotel. Um, and so it's been really fun to create uh, a whole new brand um, in addition to our really fun brand of Accent Inns. So we have two brands and most people in the hotel industry, they usually are in a franchised business. So like, you know, Holiday Inn or Best Western, where you really have to do what Best Western tells you to do. Mm. Um, we can do whatever we want. And I swear that is so exciting. Yeah. Uh, we have done some really fun, crazy, wild, stuff here um which i think makes all of our jobs uh, a lot more fun that's so cool uh did you think i mean growing up being a third generation uh farmer did did you think that y this was the path that you were headed down oh definitely not oh no. okay yeah you know i to be honest my dad was brilliant mm. um when, uh, when we were kids, he always told us the family business would never be passed on, ever. <laughs> so, you know, I went off, I got my degree, my degree was in neuropsychology, and, you know, there just, there were no jobs for someone who hadn't gotten their master's or PhD in neuropsych. So there I was, you know, really desperate for a job and, you know, student loans and all that. And I'd always worked in hotels, like at the Fairmont Empress and Delta Ocean Point. And so, you know, I just, I pitched my dad on, uh, on giving me a, a job, thinking that it was a stopgap, you know, until I really figured out what I wanted to do. Yeah. And lo and behold, it was what I really wanted to do. And it just evolved from there. Oh, that's awesome. And um, is your dad still involved in the business? Um, he's a shareholder. So um, he occasionally comes into the office. He and I have a cup of coffee. Uh, we'll, you know, talk about grandkids, but we'll also talk about, you know, what's going on in the business. And, you know, it's really cool to have that wise 
person who is looking over your shoulder in a very caring way. Mm. So yeah, he's, he's still involved in terms of, you know, giving, giving feedback and encouragement and uh, yeah, he's, he's been at my side the whole time, which is great. That's very cool. Uh, I happen to be in business with my brother and we have worked with um, several founders that, that are also in family business. And it is, it's special to me because you obviously have a bond that you don't get to hire. You can't find that bond on LinkedIn that says, I'm going to care as much as you're going to care. Um, yet undeniably it also comes with challenges. There's, there's awesome things and sometimes not awesome things. What do you think has been the secret to this family? I mean, both the family business being a success, but also the, the care and nurture of your relationship being so successful. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I totally know the answer to this question Aww. and it is, it's mutual respect. Yeah. And we've always put each other first. Aww. So, you know, his needs, my needs. Um, and you know, sometimes we don't agree, uh, but yet we're still able to really tackle it from a place of love. Um, so there, we've, we've never had any issues um, which I think is really, really lovely. Yeah, uh, I, I feel so fortunate in that I've gotten to know my dad on a completely different level. You know, mm. he became my business partner. Yeah, and from that, he actually became one of my best friends. Of course, We're working day in, day out with him. Yeah. So you get it. Like I just feel like I have this this very rich uh, relationship with him, which mm. is such a gift. That's amazing. Um, I, I'm interested to know your thoughts on Airbnb um, in the hospitality world because naturally you think people are now renting out their homes. Does that impact you? Um, do you see this as a threat? You're obviously funkifying and making new experiences. Um, but how has that impacted your business? Yeah, it, it definitely has, but probably not in a way that most people think. Um, mm. Where it has really impacted us is that my employees have a very hard time finding a place to live. So wow. for instance, in Tofino, um, there's no rental accommodation, none. Right. Zero. They've all been turned into Airbnb. And right. so uh, we are building um, employee housing on our property. Wow. Uh, and I, you know, we're starting to see that creep into, I mean, all of our locations really. So Kelowna, Victoria, Vancouver, um, it is getting harder and harder for our employees to find um, a good place that is affordable for them to live. And, and Airbnb is definitely has had a factor on that. Wow. Um, in terms of increased competition, um, Airbnb actually does help our industry. And it's because right now, if you want to find a room in downtown Vancouver, you're going to be paying 500 bucks a night to stay in Vancouver. Right. And, Airbnb actually helps make Vancouver more affordable because you can probably stay at an Airbnb for maybe 300 a night. So I get like, so in that, in that sense, it's actually good. And then what I think will happen when the demand wears off as it always does in terms of business cycles, then those Airbnbs will go back to becoming rental accommodation. Um, so, you know, it, I don't really see it as a threat, except for I, I very much worry about the affordability of our, of our cities. Yeah, fair. It's a real deal. Um, I have to say, you mentioned your employees, and I love that you brought that up. I recently stayed at your Hotel Z in Victoria, and yeah. 
not only was, of course, the hotel awesome, uh, but your employees were awesome. Everyone felt so on brand and they were so happy to be there and super helpful. Um, right down to the gentleman who helped unlock a bike for me. And yeah. I, I mean, the woman that made my coffee, it, it was a really sweet experience. And I want to know your, if you're willing to share, um, your, your hiring secrets. How have you gone about finding people that have just been so spot on? <laughs> well, one thing that we try to hire for it is authenticity. So mm-hmm. I want people to be able to bring their real beautiful selves to work. Uh, and then we encourage that. So it's one of our core values is that, you know, we hired you for a reason. So let's not hide it and put it behind, you know, a script or acting like you think you have to act. Let's actually bring your weird, wonderful self to work. Um, and so because of that, I think you get this, this very rich tapestry of, of these beautiful people working together. Um, and then you know, I think one of my most important things is I want to make sure that they love coming to work. So I want to create thriving communities at each one of our hotels. So as an employer, I will do my utmost to take care of them. Like whether that's giving them an excellent benefits package, paying them well, you know, giving them all the tools and training that they need. But then after that, what we really, really encourage is that they take care of each other and we reward them and again do whatever we can to encourage this so so this is where you know if let's say your coworker is feeling you know just a little under the weather you're right there with them helping them so that you know to try to pick them up to ease their burden you might be offering them a, a ride home um you know it might be that that you bring in a banana bread that that you've made hmm. and Little things like that, it just creates this culture of awesomeness. So I'll do my part, but I also really, I want everyone to step up so that we make this a great place to work. That's awesome. That's awesome. Now, as a leader, you and I spoke briefly about this, Mandy, that you were saying um, within this hospitality space, there really aren't a ton of females at the helm. No, I know. Tell, Tell me that landscape. Well, so strangely enough, just this month, um, Hotelier Magazine put out an article on women leaders in uh, the Canadian hotel industry. And it was slim pickings. Like, <laughs> I was just like, oh, is that it? Wow. I was amazed. And it actually got me thinking just today, looking at our own company, realizing, wow, that's because y'all work here. Ah, <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, we've got an amazing group of women and men, um, but all, like we have probably more women in leadership positions than, than men at this organization. Amazing. Um, I'm a, yeah, I'm amazed at how the hotel industry is still a bit of an old boys club that has yeah. held, its, held its ground. Yeah. Right. And what do you think is needed to change that tide, other than, of course, what you're doing in, in hiring women? Um, yeah, what, what's the future there? Mm, it's, it's a tough one. Um, right. You know, I really, I do think it's changing. Uh, the Hotel Association has now got a, a female leader who is just a fireball and she's so inspirational. Uh, so I think the more, the more female leaders we see really stepping up and more women in, in our industry um, asking for more, wanting more, 
and each other helping each other out is is what what we need to see. Um, whether the hotel industry is different from other industries, yeah, I think there really are more. You know, like you look at your industry stuff. Like, there's a lot of women in your industry. Um, why is it that they gravitate to something like that versus hotels? I'm I'm not sure. Yeah. You know what I would say? I think there's a lot of women in the HR space, yet I still don't think there's a lot of women at the helm. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think the beautiful thing is that the, the conversation around women in leadership is industry agnostic. It's role agnostic. It's we just want right. women on the court and in business. And it's yeah. even better when they're the ones that get to make decisions and hire and build teams because then you have teams and communities like the ones you're creating. And yeah. uh, that's, that's a beautiful thing. Um, yeah. I had one other question and you, it's a perfect segue. You mentioned that um, you have a new female leader at the helm and, and that's inspiring. I want to know where do you, where you look for inspiration uh, perhaps beyond, beyond the hotel industry. Um, I mean, you're creating something new with hotel Z where, where do you find that? Mm -hmm. I, I do spend time, like I'm, I'm constantly looking, right? Like I, I don't care where I am or what I'm doing, but I am looking around uh, for any kind of ideas that are going to come my way. So this might be, I'm just walking down the street and I'm, I'm yeah. looking and yeah. I'm, I might be looking in a magazine or let's say I'm on Pinterest. I mean, I just, I really try to stay open to any opportunity whatsoever. And then I try to like go inside and think what is, what resonates. And you know, you feel it. It's that, that body reaction that something will zolt, like give you a little jolt. Yeah. Right? And it's those things that I just make sure I capture that, write it down, file it away. And you never know when it might come up again. Yeah. So I do this in a journal format and, and it is crazy going back, let's say, 10 years onto an old journal and finding a really good idea in there, mm. you know, but it didn't resonate 10 years ago, but it was enough to write it down. But you yeah. just never know where you're, where it may lead one day. Oh. I think in one of our former conversations, you mentioned another daily habit that you have. Okay. I have lots. Do you remember? <laughs> oh, okay. Well, how about we do this? Last question. What are your top okay. three daily habits? Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, sure. Okay. Three things um, you do every day. Every day. Um, I write my goals down every day. Goals. Yeah. So it. <laughs> I will, you know, I just, I, I have six goals I'm working on right now and I'll just write down even one word that is associated with that goal. And I do that every day and it just, it just puts them top of mind, mm. you know, as for, you know, what I, what I want to be doing. Yeah. And um, are your goals across everything in life or just oh, yeah. goals? Oh, everything. Yeah. Like, so one of my goals is I want to have a meteoric marriage. So, you know, that's, that's in there, you know, um, I want to be strong. Um, so yeah, I've got personal goals. I've got business goals. I've got spiritual goals. I've got, yeah, you name it. They're in there. Awesome. Um, another daily habit is meditation. Mm. Um, so I, I try to find, uh, you know, at least 10 minutes every day just to, just to go within. Um, I find that's super important. Yeah. Um, and then I guess a third one, this one isn't daily, but it's, um, uh, we try to do it as often as possible and it's just a cold water swim or, 
15 seconds, if you can call that a swim. Yeah. I don't know if that, that's, that classifies as a swim. Um, but it's just, you know, we're, we just pretty much run into the ocean, run out, um, run the block it takes us to, to get home. And I find that that is better than caffeine. Oh, amazing. A cold water plunge doesn't suck, but a cold water ocean plunge, especially when it's a block away from your home, is, yeah. is pretty special. It is. Yeah, it's pretty wow. awesome. Wow. Oh, Mandy, we've come out of time, and I feel like I could keep riffing with you for so long, but our favorite question that we wrap every podcast with here at Team Corker is, what is making your heart beat faster? Whew. Uh, right now, I would say... It is all the amazing opportunities uh, that I've got on the go right now. So we're just about to um, um, convert a, a new property um, in Tofino into a Hotel's Ed. And every time I think about that property, my heart beats faster with excitement. Well, Tofino is a special place. To know there will be a Hotel Z there, uh, to me, says that we will be there. When Hotel Z Tofino opens, we are going. Awesome. Absolutely. Thank you so much for your time. I am wildly inspired and it gives me uh, great, great faith in the future, knowing that there are women at the helm of interesting organizations that care about the authenticity of their people. So uh, all the best at the BC Bike Race. Know that we will be cheering you on. And I uh, would like to wish your husband good luck as well. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Steph. It was a pleasure.